Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Welcome to a brand new Jack Daniels presenta Pili, Raul, and La Musica. And you know what? We got an extra special word in there. Live. Because this is an episode with a room full of people at Woo. a legendary studio in Los Angeles. Pili, we had probably what, like 70 people in this cool little studio? We did. And it was so magical. People like Fleetwood Mac, Rolling Stones, Lady Gaga, who was actually in the building recording while we were doing this interview. They've recorded all there at Village Studio. So, Raul, how lucky were we? And how, like, describe the energy that we felt when we were there in this building with so much history. Yeah, it's an old Masonic temple that was converted into a studio. And Jeff Greenberg and Tina, everybody, the whole crew there, they really take pride in having this amazing space and all the different rooms and the way they've been converted. T-Bone Burnett has his own studio in there. And as you mentioned, you know, Lady Gaga was in the building. She recorded with Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, the song that was actually recorded there. We were in Studio D, which is a room that holds, like I said, about 70 people. So you can feel that energy immediately when you walk in because obviously you see the massive control booth through the window. You see these textures that are on the walls and all the tapestries that they have hanging the way they've set it up you know right away you're in a magical space and to be in studio d at the village studios you can't really put into words as well as it should be described you gotta go experience so when we do another session you gotta be there so you gotta sign up if you're in la we'll make that happen and get you rsvp'd for sure but then you put in an amazing artist that's up and coming, like Bruce's, and hearing her tell her story, having everybody captivated, it was absolutely a beautiful night all the way around. So Amalia, better known as Bruce's, is from Mexico, and she's a pop alternative artist. She has been nominated for a couple of Latin Grammys for her pop rock album, Monstros, and also Best Song Pop Rock in collaboration with Elsa y el Mar, who we have also had on the podcast. And Bruce's was extremely open, as she usually is, about mental health about looking for therapy and the importance of taking care of your mental health. It's such a big topic for her. And she openly talks about it. During this interview, she talks about how the dramatic car crash that she had when she was 19 really opened up her mind like this, having this near-death experience really completely like reprogrammed her brain. And that's why she's so genuine because she gets to be herself constantly. The way she dresses, the way she communicates, the way she walks, the way she writes, it's so unique and it's so refreshing. And it was really an honor to have her. Like you said, Raul, everybody was listening so deeply to this conversation, right? Yeah, because if you go back and hear any of the episodes that we did when we were at room number seven, you hear even during the interview, like the clinking and clanking, the shakers going from the bar. This one, everybody was quiet, just hanging kind of on every word. So hearing her story, her upbringing, tough childhood, growing up in Tijuana, you know, moving to CDMX. She was actually in Tijuana, before driving up specifically to do our episode. And then she drove back that night. That's how important it was for her to tell her story in front of this audience. And you get to listen to it in moments. That's right. We talk about her phrase, esta bien, estar mal, and how she's really like owned this phrase and the meaning that it has for her. We talked about zodiac signs. <laughs> she yeah. right away talked about that. <laughs> um, and a lot of people who attended the event weren't necessarily fans of Bruce's in terms that they didn't really know who she was. Because part of what we do with Jack Daniels is expose a new audience to these amazing artists. And everybody walked out a true fan of Bruce's. Like I'm still getting messages of people saying I didn't know who she was or I didn't know her music and her story just made me completely fall in love with her. So that's what it's about. That's why we do what we do. And now you get to enjoy and listen to this amazing interview 
On Jack Talent nos presenta Pili Raúl en la música. With bruises all the way from the Village Studios in West L.A. Welcome. Parense, parense. Get up, get up, get up. Yes. Some good vibes and applause if you can. I know that most of you have your phones out, but por favor, please welcome with a big round of applause, Bruces. I have free alcohol for you guys. All night. Perfect. ¿Cómo están? No, I love, we were hanging out backstage and uh, I was like, would you like a drink? She's like, I drink. I'm like, you're one of my girls. Yeah. yeah. And she loves whiskey, so. It's my favorite day ever tonight. Thank you for having me. Do we have any Spanish speakers in the house? Yeah. Okay. I think there might be a couple, I one mean, or two, yeah. one or two. Okay. Salud, everybody. Salud. Cheers, you. Salud. I hope all of you got a drink. Salud, Salud. Salud. Jack Daniels. Thank you, Salud. Thank you so Amalia. much for coming. Salud. Salud. You have to drink. And claro, you have to see uh, you each other ojos, ojos, ojos. in the eyes or it's like seven years of bad, yeah, bad sex. Luck. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that we don't want. You don't even want seven seconds of that. <laughs> so, you know, you're all about vibes and... Mm -hmm. I love that we got to spend some time backstage because we had never met before. And usually, mm -hmm. you know, Raul and I have been in the industry for such a long time that we know a lot of the guests that are on the show. But you, we didn't know. And I was like, oh, my God, I would totally hang out with you. You're so freaking cool. Let's do it. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, right yeah. Now. we're doing it right now. This is the yeah. beginning of a long friendship that Exacto. we're going to have. I know. Yes. Your birthday is coming. She even knows my birthday. Yeah. Do you have any Scorpios in the house? Okay, okay, too. <laughs> Do we have any Libras in the house? Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I want to know where the Capricorns are. Where are my Capricorns at? They're sleeping, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I'm a Capricorn, you guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> She's not asleep whatsoever. I'm not asleep. No. But, but I, I love your, your vibe and I love your energy. And I know you're all about energy. I mean, you're asking yeah. everyone what their zodiac is. I know. <laughs> Do you feel the energy of this amazing legendary studio? I did. The moment I walked in, I was like, do you feel that? I, I was telling uh, Edna, which is, uh, she's my personal manager and one of my best friends. And I was like, oh my God, do you feel that? And she was like, yeah, it's it's crazy because you, you don't, I mean, you see it, but you can feel it totally. in your bones. There's, because sometimes you just walk into whatever and, and you feel sick mm. to your stomach yeah. and you feel like, darkness around and, and you don't you just want to leave or you ha you suddenly got a, a headache or something right. and yeah you don't want to be in those places uh but yeah there's definitely good energy right here well we're thanks to you guys thank true. you for bringing yes. we're yeah. in studio d of the legendary village studios and d means there's a b c and all kinds of other rooms t-bone burnett has his own room here who's a legendary producer this used to be an old masonic temple and that's why it's which makes total sense yeah. of course so you can feel the vibes and mm -hmm. feel the energy but people like the stones fleetwood mac pink floyd lady gaga you name it the list goes on and on and on of all the people that have recorded in this <sighs> very room I know. and now Bruce is here <laughs> yes well yeah congratulations on your latin grammy nomination thank you i love that's that crazy. you i don't know if you guys saw the video of bruce's this week calling out the academy and I freaking love that about you. If you can share that with the audience <laughs> and why yeah. you felt compelled to do that. And also, like, I mean, I'm sure you're super excited that you're nominated. I am now. I I'm just in shock in general because I wasn't expecting this at all. It's my first album, you know, and we know, like, we're not going to lie. We know how the Grammys work. Uh, it's, like, super political and, like, you have to work really hard and earn your place there. And... Um, I was the, the, I had no expectations with my first album and and the fact that it's nominated is is like super crazy but when I found out I, I, I'm nominated for a uh, best pop rock album and best pop rock song with Elsa Elmar actually woo, 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 woo. my girl <laughs> and I did my research after and I found out I'm the fifth woman uh, ever to be nominated in that uh, category 
which is crazy because it's been a decade and just I'm the fifth one. So that's Wait, in the album category or the song category? The album. That it's not okay at all. So, I mean, I feel like I am at a moment in my life and my career where where some people know who I am, but a lot of people don't know who I am as, as well. So that gives me the confidence to say whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because I don't have the pressure yet. You know, even, I mean, I'll get there eventually and I, I, I work on, it on, on therapy and, you know. But right now I feel really free. And I feel like I can just say whatever I want. And, and, and so, yeah, so I, I did this video where I was saying, um, I was talking straight to the academy and I was like, you know, if you're going to talk about inclusion and if you're going to talk about feminism and and the you, you guys, like the academy has balance, uh, gender balance in the music industry. If you're going to talk about it and, and if you're going to brag about it, then fucking do something about it. No, just <laughs> talk, you know. And so I said that. <laughs> publicly on a bunch of TV shows and I don't know what's gonna happen I don't know if maybe they're gonna take my nomination <laughs> should be banned for Hopefully the Hopefully not. forever uh, but, but it, it, need, it needs to be said you know uh, these things need to be said and again um, we are the change we, it's, it's fun to talk about it if you talk about it People pay attention to you, so a lot of brands and a lot of, uh, you know, industry uh, people and whatever are saying it just because you get attention. But you, uh, I believe in I believe in the revolution. It's gonna sound cliche, but we are the revolution. You know, right? <laughs> so you you bet we better do something about it. Then and not just talk, like use your your. Your boys, you have a voice. We all do. Not just me that I'm here with a microphone holding a whiskey in my hand. Um, <laughs> you, every single one of you has a voice, so so you better use it. No, I mean so, she, she doesn't have love, amor, tattooed yeah, on her throat for, for anything, no reason. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's what it's about. You know, your music is exactly that. Your voice and your song is is a message. And it goes back to, I mean, obviously your dad taught you to play guitar as a very young girl, uh, but your grandfather was also in a band and such a, a musical family within, you know, they were listening to bands like the Beatles, Pink Floyd. Yeah. And then my dad know, would freak out really? if, if he knew uh, um, he doesn't know I'm here. Because, yeah, he's he's the biggest um, rock fan ever. So Ringo Starr also recorded recently That's in this room. crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Can I lick the floor? (laughs) (laughs) If you like. I wouldn't recommend it, but if you like. But but now fast forward, you know, and you're a fan of artists like Taylor Swift, and you're a big fan of K-pop. And all these sounds just kind of mesh into the Bruza sound. How does that come about? I mean, I'm from Tijuana, so I grew up listening to American pop a lot, but also like... Uh, rock because of my dad as you said and also um, a lot of Latin American artists uh, like Belanova and Hot Dog and you know all those fun poppy uh, rock <laughs> uh, bands projects when you're discovering your voice as an artist it's a super existential process because you copy a lot we tend to copy to learn from it so I got to a point when I was writing songs about love because that's what I heard on the radio uh, in Tijuana. I have borderline personality. I have ADHD. I have uh, anx- uh, general anxiety and um, panic attacks. So I'm a mess. <laughs> uh, I'm a beautiful mess. So love, I never really f- knew I, I, love until I was an adult. So I started writing about those things, about me wanting to kill myself. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to go back to the beginning, like who I am as a human being, as an artist, uh, like who I grew up with, who do I like? Um, 
and I just put everything together in a blender. Like I put the 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 emo my emo face and my pop super bubbly pop face and my emo lyrics and my and the the commercial side of it and and I don't know. It's just Bruce is, is character. I don't want to say a character. It's not a character, but it's some. It's someone that I, I've always wanted to be. You know, when I was younger, I was I was scared of of me because of all my issues and and I had a lot of bullying when I was younger. So the the mean kids made me feel like I was garbage, basically, and and I was a fat kid and I was the lonely kid and I was a weird kid and. Uh, that does uh, affect your Yeah, well, your you've tapped health. into a community where they, it needs a voice. It needs somebody yeah. to really come out and talk about these issues. But, you know, I'm a DJ, and you know, people ask me, like, well, what comes first for you, the lyrics or the beats? I'm all like, no, for me, it's the beats. So I hear your music, and it's it's fun, it's pop, it's up, it's it's dance music. But then, okay, but interesting. But then you hear the lyrics, and it's like, whoa. What? <laughs> so, there's like some heavy duty shit in there. And yeah. I'm like, okay. That's what I wanted. That's what yeah. I wanted. Because then if, 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 if it was just sad music, less people were going to pay attention to the message. So I really wanted to be pop and bright and out there and for like the new generation because that's the way you get the message out there. You want, you want the masses to, to, you know, listen to these these things. And um, you make it more accessible. You make it more accessible, exactly. And that's why I use TikTok as well right. as a platform. Can I say TikTok? I just said TikTok. You can say you can TikTok. Say TikTok. Can say TikTok. <laughs> Did you say TikTok? I don't think you said TikTok. TikTok. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> On the clock and the party. <laughs> well, one of the things that I really admire about you is that you're a very intentional artist. And there is a phrase that you commonly use which is, está bien estar mal. It's okay to be not feeling well. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. When did you discover this phrase? And I know there's an even deeper meaning for you, that it's not just what it says. There's something deeper there for you. I'm a deep person. Everything is just... I, I, I cry all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I, was, when I was younger, you know, because of the bullying... Um, it was a really dark time for me and that's why my first album is called Monstros because I was fighting them I was fighting all my issues I, went f I was fighting my, my borderline and my uh, anxiety and my depression I was like I was angry at myself mm. 24 hours and that's really dangerous because when you feel alone you lose the battle and the moment that I I just started saying it in my head as a kind of a mantra right you know it's and I still do that in my head um, and it brings comfort to me and the moment that I like made peace. I became friends with my sadness and with my monsters. That's the moment I felt free. Mm. And it took a long time to do that. Yeah. But you know, when you when you stop, it's like monster sink. <laughs> like you just become friends with them and you know who they are and, and you know they're gonna be with you along the ride and you know they're, they're a part of you and you know you have to hug them because they're never going away. That's that's the reality of it. They're never going to go away. So you better learn how to cope with them. They, they have to become your roomies, you know? And the moment you do that, it's just, you, you, feel, you feel better. It's going <laughs> back to love, right? Once you accept them and once you love them, you make peace with them. Exactly. Then... What you resist will persist. If you stop resisting it, exactly, gone. yeah. Well, you've also played some of the biggest stages. You know, things like Vive Latino now, obviously, you know, being nominated for the Latin Grammys and. Oof. And, and you're playing at the pre-telecast, right? I am. 
<laughs> For now, she might get canceled from here to there. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been calling him out, so I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> they won't give me my grant. Let's hope that you still perform. No, but you, you, talking about anxiety and the fears and conquering them, has like uh-huh. being on some of those big stages helped with that anxiety, like, kind of like a face your fears kind of thing? Yeah, totally. But it's, I mean, it's easy now and it's crazy that I'm talking about it. and it's crazy that it's become my career, especially, you know, writing about this stuff. It, uh, at the beginning, it was just for me. It was a cathartic or uh, um, introspective exercise to me. And um, it's crazy that now a lot of kids come to me and say, you know, I feel the way that you feel and and I understand you and I feel the same way. And... and The, the craziest thing is when they say I saved them mm. it's just something that blows your mind and uh, I found purpose mm. and I feel like honestly writing about this and, and, and my community saved my fucking life mm. because now every day I, I wake up and I think about them and I think about creating this uh, about you know, creating this music, it's beyond myself. It's, I'm not just creating it for attention. I'm actually, I don't know, it's, it's bigger than me. Yeah, well, it's changing people's lives. It's cha- that's And it's not the easiest thing to talk about in the Latino community, you know? Exactly, they hate me sometimes. <laughs> well, we love you. Especially, thank you, especially in Mexico, it's been controversial. Uh, which is not a bad thing, but they get really uncomfortable, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's so powerful for you. It is, but sometimes they're really mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, that's, that's where I'm at right at the moment. Um, like, I don't care. Like, you can punch me. You can fucking try to bring me down. You can... Uh, stick a knife on my throat, I'll take it because I'm still gonna try to fight this battle that needs to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to get this out there because representation changes everything. And and I see these, these little kids, I always say I'm like the emo, sad, depressed Hannah Montana to them. <laughs> Uh, and I'll take it. I'll take it. Because <laughs> they can relate. They get they it. Can they can relate. But I mean, when you're on stage, it's it's interesting, right? Because when we, a lot of us go to concerts, right, and festivals, and when we see these artists on stage that we love and we admire, like the least we're thinking about is their insecurities. Yeah, they you think know? we're fucking robots or yeah. something. We're like, I'm perfect, oh my god, you and... got claro, see, uh-huh. unreachable. Pero claro. I'm sh- you know, if I put myself in the shoes of someone like you, like, you know, where there's anxiety, wouldn't being on stage and in front of a live audience create more anxiety? And Yeah, it does. Okay. And how But I'm on medication now, so okay. it's all good. Okay. <laughs> so just because I, I love that she talks about, she talks about this all the time. She talks about going to therapy and how good it's been for her. And I freaking love <laughs> the fact that you do. But like, how do you ground yourself after being on stage, feeling so many emotions? I mean, I've I've been learning a lot. Every single day is a masterclass to me. Even t- today is a masterclass to me. So thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's at the beginning it was really hard because my anxiety just said, "Oh hi, I'm gonna just I'm gonna destroy you right now because." You know, you're giving me every single... Um, you're giving me the trigger. room to do that. Yeah, trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was awful. And I was I was scared because everything happened... Really fast? S- really fast, yeah. And um, I wasn't ready, but no, nobody's ready. Nobody's yeah. ever ready for, for this, for, for the attention. And I'm a... Again, I'm a Capricorn, so I, I'm, <laughs> I just want to, like, hide um, behind a rock all the time uh, but my rising my rising sign is a Leo so my Leo wants attention <laughs> so I'm just fighting myself every single day <laughs> um, and that worked on, on stage but still 
I just I, I just had to to be honest with myself at a point um, because I was like, yeah, you got this. Like, you've you've been working ten years and now you're performing at freaking Lollapalooza. Like, you're not gonna get nervous. You got this, girl. You're powerful. You know, I I give me the pep talk and and it didn't work. I was suffering. I was fucking miserable and and and, and it got me really scared because I was like. What if I'm not meant to do this? Right, the imposter syndrome took yeah. over. <laughs> What if I'm just not bruises? What if if what if it's just a character and it's not Amalia? You know, Amalia is really broken. What if Amalia doesn't want to do this but bruises does? Yeah, I'm crazy. Um, but then it got better. I got used to it. Now I love being on stage. And, and I'm going to be honest and say it's because I went to therapy and I'm taking the medication that I had to take for my borderline, for my anxiety. And I feel better than ever. I feel ready. And, and now it's... it's and also, um, I wrote half the, the, the album after um, I got to experience performing, performing on, the beat, uh, on the big stages. So that's why half of it is super depressive and the other half is super like upbeat and, and fun because I wanted to have fun on stage. I want to have fun, you know, because when you do, the, 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 the people do, your people do. for sure. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm good now. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. Viva la medicación! And we love how open you are. That, that's the beauty of your story, what you stand for, the music that you sing. That's really what it comes down to. And, and you're, you're helping that next generation. You know, what do you think about when you're helping that 16-year-old girl or boy, you know, that are dealing with some of these same issues? You know, you're, you're that role model to them now. Don't say that. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I never wanted to be a role model. I wanted a role model, so so it's crazy that I'm I'm becoming the thing that I needed. You know, it's I I talked about it on therapy, um, and and yeah, I mean that's the thing that I, I I wake up every morning because of that, and I do believe in a in a better world, and I do believe. I'm fighting this battle because because I needed that when I was younger. I needed I, I needed bruises when I was 10 and I wanted to kill myself and I didn't understand why. Mm -hmm. You know, my my brain was just telling me to fucking die and I was like, why am I feeling this? Mom, is is this okay? And my mom is almost 70 and I'm 25. So we're like different generations obviously so she didn't believe in therapy so it, it was hard but I'm thankful to her because she's the one who told me that I she was like write everything you're feeling just put it on a piece of paper because the moment you do it's gonna stay there right, and get it out of your system yeah you have to get it out of your of your head and you you have to get the voices out of your head so you can process everything and you can Like put it in a little box and just leave it there, and th and and that helped me, and that became my songwriting. After now, I every song of mine, it's a little box, and I put my emotions and my feelings and and all, all of that there, and I just open it when I sing on stage, and then I keep them close. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would be crazier. <laughs> you used to write for well you still write for other artists but you started yeah. your career writing for other people and then you had a, a pretty intense at car accident and that's kind of like what propelled you to trust yourself and try this on your own like how did you make something how did you transform something that was tragic into magic Oh, that's so nice. That's so beautiful. I'm such a poet. <laughs> yes, you and are. And she didn't even know it. I, I, I no actually idea. steal that from you. I'll use <laughs> As long as you give me some credit somewhere. Of course, girl. To, I, we have a big... I mean, okay. we're at a studio. We should just write a song right now. Let's do it. Live. Let's do it. And we got an amazing engineer. Pete's I back know. there. He, he can tweak those knobs and <laughs> those faders. Um, how did I do that? Um, I don't know. 
Um, I mean, I have a near-death experience. Ha, ha, do, have you guys had any of those? I know someone here who has. I don't know who else. Well, you can just Google it or look at YouTube videos about it. It's really, it's it changes your life completely. It changes your body and your soul completely. Um, I was a really broken, scared little girl before my accident. Like I had no voice. I was scared of the world. I was scared of myself. I was in a, the worst depression that I ever had in my entire life was before that accident. I mean, it, it, it led me to that point. You were, like, how old were you? Uh, 19. 19. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it, it was, it was liber liberating as well because I thought I was going to die. I mean, I died for like three minutes. So I feel like it was the universe telling me, oh, girl, do you want to kill yourself? I'm going to show you now. I'm going to fucking kill you for three minutes. And you decide if you want to keep, you know, doing this life thing or if you want to actually die. So that happened. And, and uh, it turns out I wanted to keep living. So I, I just did. And I, 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 I don't know. I, uh, When I woke up on that hospital bed, I knew I was ready to do everything that I've, I've always wanted to do. I, I, I knew I was ready to be an artist or, or at least try it. I knew I was ready to speak louder because I used to speak like this, like really softly. And like I was saying, thank you all the time. And I'm sorry. And I was I was so scared all the time. And I had no uh personality at all I mean I had one but it was hidden and after that I just became this powerful woman and, and that's why my name is Bruce's because you know Bruce's I mean you guys get it and in Spanish I have to explain it but you guys <laughs> you guys get it um and I knew I had to I, I had to start writing about what was important to me which was my my mental problems And that's and I promise you, after that accident, every single freaking door and every single window opened for me. Like it's it's been a crazy ride since since then. And what's lovely is that I can attest to this because we were just backstage and she was sharing with someone else. She was saying, "I am so blessed. Every day I wake up and I'm so thankful." Like. The fact that you're able to keep your humility, be humble in this industry when you're having so much success, I hope that stays intact because that Aww. is so approachable. It's so beautiful. It's so genuine, especially at such a young age. So mm. don't ever change. I mean, when you die, nothing else matters. Like, yeah, fuck it. Right. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one thing we've learned is to live every day to the fullest exactly. and try to do as yeah. much as possible. That's, and, that's what matters. And that what actually matters. Yeah. And you've surrounded yourself with a bunch of great friends, a bunch of great collaborators. I mean, you're talking about El Sayed Mar and so many others. But also uh, another mutual friend of ours is Toy Hernandez. Toy! Shout out to Toy. He's guy, my manager. You know, he's... Toy Selecta. Has anyone heard of Toy Selecta before? Yeah. Control, Control Machete. Machete. Of course you did. Yeah. They were like pretty big. And when when you get the seal of approval and kind of the the stamp of a of a toy selector, control machete, <laughs> toy Hernandez, however you want to call him, all his Antonio, different names. Antonio, I, I always exactly. say Antonio, and and, hey, and actually his mother <laughs> is a Capricorn. Aha. So he's always like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like but, you remind me of my mother. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but how how did that connection come about? Um, But what did he bring to the table? Because obviously it's, he's got his own sound, his own vibe, you know, and his own vibe, his yeah. own vibra, you know, that, that But toy does. I, I think we get along really well because um, he's, he's a really funny guy and he's, he's, he's really nice. He's actually a nice human being, <laughs> which is rare these days. We all um, giggle because we know how, how crazy yeah, he is. Yeah, he's freaking he's so crazy. Fun. And he's not afraid to say whatever he thinks, uh, whatever is on his mind. So that's why we get along really well. And also, I feel like hip-hop and rock 
I mean, they're two different genres, but they're known for saying, for, for screaming the truth. And he was making hip hop um, and, and I grew up with rock and, and I knew I wanted to like pursue the, the rock scene because I, I don't know, it's in my veins because of my dad and that's why I grew up with. So I think he, he really understands me and, and he lets me be myself and he never says, he's going to hate this, but he never says no when I have a crazy idea. He's like, yes, let's do it. Like, I don't know how, but let's fucking do that. And I'm like, yeah. And that's the manager that you want, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Toy. You're in good great. company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Oddly enough, we just talked with Gil Gastelum, who manages a bunch of different people, and we had kind of a similar conversation, and he said exactly that. A manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gil, Is you Gil here? in the house? Are you here? Gil, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> and, and being open and listening to what the artist wants to do and seeing that vision. He also takes um, care of my mental health, which is something I really appreciate. Um, and he's been reading a lot about it and like he actually cares and and tries to understand it every single day. And not a lot of people in the industry do that. Oh, no. He could be just like collecting checks and like oh. say, giving me whatever. <laughs> he's been long in the, enough in this industry to, yeah. to have a lot of heart. Mm -hmm. you know. So we're moving on now to the seven questions of Jack Daniels. These are rapid <gasps> fire questions. Okay, Wait, damn it. Who, who's been to one of our Jack Daniels and Bevo before? All right, okay. All right. So they kind of know what's happening. Don't don't ruin the surprise. So no lo pienses mucho. Okay. Don't think about it too much. Okay, no lo voy a pensar mucho. Since we're in the presence of Jack and number seven is a very powerful number for them. So seven questions. Seven questions. Okay, ya entendí, ya entendí. What is your pre-show ritual? Um, a lot of, uh, I feel like I need to say in Spanish. Can I say it in Spanish? Yeah, claro. Okay. Lo que eh, prendo mucho incienso. Okay. okay. A lot of incense. Incense, yeah. And I, I always say thanks. Like, siempre agradezco mucho al momento que estoy viviendo, porque puede ser el último y no sabemos. Eh, siempre nos echamos una turbochela alguien de aquí sabe que es una turbochela no que es eso yeah. Yeah. What? like you drink a beer like super fast oh okay like, like a shotgun chug a yeah you chug, yeah, you chug a, a beer that's what we do you ever done the shotgun you poke a hole in it oh I've never done that but that sounds fun hey <laughs> you know some stuff I've been around the block once or twice you've been around the block okay okay, okay. I'm just old that's what it is no, <laughs> rock okay. and roll man The second question, la segunda pregunta. Now, knowing how, <laughs> what you heard growing up as a little girl, um, what was the first album that you bought or somebody gave to you or borrowed? Album? Or? Yeah, album. Do you want me to album. be super honest? Yes, absolutely. Jonas Brothers, a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where are my genetics at? <laughs> yeah. I omitted them from saying them earlier that, that you're a big fan of the Jonas Brothers. I'm a Brothers. huge fan of so the So that's Jonas the first Brothers. record. Wow. Yeah, that was my first album. I was like eight. And it was a CD probably. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Not tape like other people. <laughs> eight tracks? <laughs> Real to reels? <laughs> All right. Who is your musical crush? It could be any gen. Oh, easy. Okay. Uh, well, oh, I have a bunch. Um, Jared Way, Haley Williams. Okay, but because of um, physically or because Both. of their musical? Both. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haley Williams, Jared Way, and who else? Uh, Lady Gaga. Mm. Mm. You may. Can we say it? You say it louder. I don't know if we can say what okay, we want to say. Okay, not She, she say might her hear name you. Louder, Lady Gaga. Think. What? <laughs> I okay. love you, Miss Gaga. Please, I will. I will worship you forever. It's a little bit of an inside joke, but we'll let that yeah. one go. It, I'm sorry, you're once missing Once the episode it. <laughs> comes out, you guys will know what that referenced. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Jack Daniels presenta Pili Raúl en la música en vivo con bruises. Such a fun chat and. <laughs> Right, we're laughing because what we're about to share with you is pretty funny. She yells "Gaga" 
you know, at the top of her lung, hoping <laughs> that Lady Gaga can hear her because she was next door. She was in the building recording new music as we were recording this episode. And as you may know, she is a big fan of Lady Gaga and she believes a lot in the universe and the, how the universe conspires in your favor. So it was really cool. We were like in the green room with her when they tell her, hey, you know, just so you know, Lady Gaga's actually in the building. And she's like, oh my God, this is a sign. The universe is giving me a sign. I love this. It was such a beautiful, cute, like moment to witness. Um, and I mean, that was pretty good. That was a little like good luck charm right there. I agree because you would never expect it. And we've talked about this, not believing in coincidences and knowing to appreciate these signs when they present themselves to you. And this is something that she really embraces and lives the, to the fullest. So when something like this comes up, you know it meant something to her. So what do you say we get back to this one right now? Jack Daniels presenta bruises en vivo all the way from the Village Studios right here on Pili, Raul, and La Musica. So somebody that you would like to have a drink with since we're in the presence of Senor Daniels. Death or alive. It could be dead or alive. Whoever you would like to have a drink with and really pick Kurt their Cobain. brain. Mm -hmm. What would you ask him? Just everything. I think I, I will. I don't know. I, I just love him. The fifth question. Give us a backstage anecdote. So, okay, like you've gotten the idea. Obviously, you know that her career has moved quite fast. Like in the past year and a half, it's just gone like and you've been playing in a lot of music festivals. Yeah. I'm sure you've bumped into people that you might have really loved and mm -hmm. idolized. So any backstage anecdote, and it could be anything that happened to you, happened on stage, anyone you met that you thought was going to be really cool and ended up being an asshole or whatever. Uh, you know I can say that. You, can't, you don't have to say names. I can. You can just say the name of their band. And okay, their initials me, and the letters that are in between the initials. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. You talk to them. I'm going to think about it really quick. Okay. So, Billy, what do you think? How are we doing so far? Everything? You guys having fun yet? We're doing all right. <laughs> are you enjoying Bruce's? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Start thinking about your questions because we are. Oh, yeah, that's you. right. Yeah. And coming up in moments, you'll be able to ask. Mm, funny anecdote. That sounds so proper. Coming up. Oh, coming up I in have moments. one. Okay. Cool. Um, I really like the 1975. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The new record is ridiculously it's good. It's so good. Yeah. I love Matty Healy. He's, he's also one of my crushes. Um,. And one time he he was performing. I mean, the the night seventy five was performing at uh, Pal Norte in Monterrey, and my uh, dressing room was next to them, to theirs. And I just waiting. Pa I was just waiting patiently. I knew this moment was gonna happen where Matty Healy went to the restroom, <laughs> <laughs> and Were I was ready. ready. <laughs> I was ready. I like I waited, and then I think he peed because he was really quick. And I was outside the door, like, just casually waiting. Like, you know, just, mm, I'm not trying here. Like, um, I do this all the time. What, what do I'm you mean? not stalking you I'm not stalking you. Like, this is... Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I obviously... I, I was trying to play it cool. Like, I really wanted to be cool for him. And I wasn't. I just screamed like a little girl. And I was like... Hi, Mati, I love all, I, I have all of your albums. I love your music and I have a picture. He was, he was so kind. Um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, 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 sure, man. You know, all British and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I have a picture with him. That's, that was a really good day to me. That's a good okay. message. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That was good. If I like you, I'll, wish, I, I'll be probably just waiting for you in the bathroom <laughs> so I can get a picture. <laughs> You know where the restrooms are, right? <laughs> okay, so, all right. Again, with Jack Daniels here, they're all about making it count, like living for the moment. And I don't know if you've seen the commercials, like somebody that buys a drink for everybody, like, next round is on me, or... Like, next round is on us, by the way. Yeah. Feel free, partake. Why aren't you guys drunk yet? Right? We're, we're getting there, we're getting there. The night is young. Do I... Okay, I know. <laughs> But is there something that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Mm-hmm. To make it count that i haven't done yet mm -hmm. a lot of um well that's a very hard question i don't know the commercials are fun too i don't know if you've seen them on tv <laughs> <where> they're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> like, yeah 
or doing random stuff. It's like oh, like I something to do random that. because I'm I'm thinking about deep stuff and I'm like, no, uh, something random. Random. Okay. Uh, we'll Give it a little thought. Everybody can have a drink. Salute everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Disneyland California Adventure. Really? <laughs> we can oh, make God. that happen <laughs> tomorrow. Yes. Go. That's something. It's a lot of fun. I love Disney. Like I seem I'll. Right. Let's go. Oops, my microphone. Fell. Is it fun? Like because I've been, I've been yeah, to, I mean, I've been to the to Disneyland. <laughs> I've been to are. Disneyland, like the, the Disneyland, the you know the park. But I've never been to the California one. California Adventure. And I've been told it's it's fun. It's fun. You can actually walk around with a beer and a drink in hand. I've there. been told that's what I want to go. With a chat. Yeah. With chat. Yeah. yeah. We should go. Okay. So the seventh. Seventh and last question is usually my favorite because it's asked by the artist whom we had the last okay. live event. <gasps> oh. And in this case, Los Amigos Invisibles. Los Amigos Invisibles, okay. So uh-huh. their question was, do you still listen to a whole record? Yes, definitely. Do you listen to your own music? No. <laughs> But if it's someone Should else... Should I? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, okay, you should right, check right. it out. It's pretty good. I mean, it's hard. To listen uh, to yourself. Yeah, yeah, to listen to myself. Um, especially because I feel like once I write something, it, it's written and then it's done and then I'm moving to the next page. For example, now I'm, I'm, finish, I'm in the middle of writing my second album, so I'd rather listen to that right. than the one that's already out. Uh, also, I get bored really quickly uh yeah <laughs> i think there was like a little part b to that question too and what's the record that you're listening to oh, in its entirety like over it. and right over now? yeah uh the one from the net 75 the new one okay yeah. uh i think it's being, being foreign in a foreign, foreign language. language yeah we love mati healing um i love you i i, I <laughs> it wasn't my intention to you know <laughs> i hope I We're mean, gonna send he probably this episode, you know that, right? doesn't remember anything, so I'll, I'll just say, fine. yeah, yeah hopefully. Fine. It it happened the same with Natalia Lafourcade, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm At the Grammys last year. I hope she don't remember. I, I, I have a... I would think she would remember. <laughs> no, I, I hope I think she not. might remember. I was really drunk. <laughs> She was so kind and she's so little. She's so tiny. She's so tiny. Tiny, tiny. She's so but tiny, she was probably yes. drunk also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. She definitely. Never I mean, mind. If that makes you feel any better, we <laughs> yeah. can just pretend that yeah. she Everyone was, was so fucked up. I, I was drinking next to Bad Bunny, which oh. we watched crazy. He had a bunch of. Um, th- this is a funny story. He had, he had a bunch of like bodyguards. Uh huh, bodyguards. Uh huh, yeah. bodyguards. At his table, which was interesting because, I mean, it's kind of sad, as well. That he was, he had to have that, you know, even at a, at the Grammys when you know you would think it's just industry people, but he was so he was dancing, he was having oh, the sure time of his having, life, having a great time. Yeah, yeah, he was really nice. But it is, it is kind of sad, right? When because mm-hmm. a lot of artists want to get to that level, but then you see what. What the it actually sacrifices is. that you have to make to yeah. live that lifestyle. Like, you have no privacy. <laughs> what question do you want to leave for our next guest? Okay. Which uh, we think we know who it is, but we we're not going to tell you. <gasps> okay, no, no, don't tell me. Um, what question do I have? What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's the most honest question I'm going to... You're okay. going to get it from Is me. Is that like, like your pickup line? What's your sign? <laughs> I have a girlfriend, so it better not be. <laughs> but it's really important. Like, I, I, I mean, I believe in that. I believe in energy and whether you, you believe in that or not. It, it's, it's, it says a lot mm-hmm. about a person. Well, usually we ask the artist, you know, to answer their own question. But we already know that she's a what? Winners. Ding, 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 ding. See, you guys okay. are listening. Yeah, thank you for paying attention. Yay. All right, so now we're opening up the 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 floor to you guys to ask questions for Bruce's. Juanito is going to share a mic. If we can get some lights. Okay, who has a question in the meantime? Raise your hand, like if you were in... Hi, Bruce's. 
Hola, hi. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Voy a hacerlo en tú? español. Gracias. Eh, es una My brain pregunta. is just like English, English. Okay, right no, now. you and I can tell you in English. No, 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 no. No, español está bien. Eh, ok, yo soy amigo de Ofo. Ah, no mames. Sí, y, y quiero primero agradecerte porque tú cantaste la primera canción que yo escuché. En, sí. Hola. Eh, hola. Hola. Sí, hola. claro, sí. Y quiero agradecerte porque es una chava súper humilde, súper accesible. Gracias, gracias, mi amor. Sí me acuerdo de esa vez. Sí, gracias. Gracias por, por confiar tu canción en mí. Gracias, ¿no? Es, este, bueno, es lo más bonito que he escuchado mío. Gracias. ¿Tú vives acá? Sí, la sí, vida me trajo acá. Tú ganaste el pase, ¿no? A través de nuestro Instagram. Sí. Sí. Ay, See what bonito. happens when you follow us on Instagram, you get really you should cool definitely follow them Well, basically, Instagram. I just come to say thank you. No, thank uh, you, thank Susan. Thank you very much. And hopefully I can take a And picture. it was a great song. It is. Gracias, gracias. I don't know what happened with no, it. Bueno, te contaré si podemos platicar okay, okay, después. Claro, claro, claro. Llegó a las personas que tenía que This llegar. This is not private. Pero... I, I, no, I, for no, no. I forget. No, no, no pasa nada. <laughs> y la pregunta es, eh, porque conmigo como compositor no ha pasado nada tan grande todavía. Ok. Y uno siempre está buscando ese momento en el que pasa algo. Pero claro. en el camino, pues la verdad es que eres muy feliz tocando puertas y te rechazan y vas otra vez, y vas otra vez, y vas otra vez. Uh -huh. La pregunta es, cuando llegas a este punto como en el que tú estás, que no estabas cuando nos conocimos, aunque uh -huh. sea virtualmente, ¿eres ahora más feliz de lo que eras? Sí. Esa es la pregunta, ¿no? Porque si pregunta. soy más ¿Eres, feliz ¿eres ahorita. ahora más feliz ¿Sí? o en el camino decías como, ay, extraño estas cositas cuando yo seguía tratando y cuando... Eh... Es que, sí, claro, te entiendo. Es que es muy curioso porque el momento... Voy a, voy a contestar en español, ¿está bien? Sí. Eh, el momento en el que llegas es un momento, es un instante en el que suceden las cosas buenas. No dura nada. Nada dura. Y... De intentarlo tanto, por tantos años, te enamoras bien cabrón del proceso. Y te das cuenta que es lo que importa. Porque las buenas noticias y los buenos momentos... De hecho, eso fue una de las cosas que traté en terapia. Porque no sabía, no, no, no sabía disfrutar las buenas noticias. Mm. Uh -huh. Porque estaba tan acostumbrada a intentar todo el tiempo sin parar, sin que nada bueno pasara, que eso era lo que me daba comfort, ¿no? Y cuando te empiezan a pasar cosas buenas, justo el síndrome del impostor y también, eh, no sé, ¿te, ¿te das cuenta que son tan efímeras? ¿Y qué te dio la fuerza para, después de tantos rechazos como pasa en esta industria, seguir y seguir? Porque, digo, yo... Tengo otro trabajo, pero la música siempre está, siempre está, siempre está. Y me llama la puerta hasta esto que vengo y es súper motivador para mí. Y digo, wow, ella hizo una canción mía. O sea, tu voz está grabada. Te en, quiero. Y yo a ti. Ay. Entonces, ¿qué te llevó a seguir y seguir y seguir y decir no me voy a rendir? Eh, honestamente, yo... Y les voy a ser bien honesta, en serio, en serio, en serio, en serio, en serio. Yo me hubiera matado si no me estuviera dedicando a esto. Esto es lo que me salvó la vida. Escribir me salvó la vida. La música me salvó la vida. Eh, y no, no me veo, nunca me vi haciendo otra cosa. Y, y también eso es peligroso. Digo, no lo recomiendo para nadie. Sí. Eh, es peligroso no verte existiendo, así, eh, haciendo otra cosa, porque entonces si no te sale, uh -huh. you just want to die. You know, thankfully, I'm kind of doing it right now, and, and it's happening slowly, but it took me 10 years, 11 years. Um, y sí, me morí de hambre, bien cabrón. No vengo a una familia de dinero. O sea, soy de Tijuana, de la presa, puro barrio. Pero si eres güera. Pero soy güera, ¿viste, listero? Sí. Es que alguien me comentó en, en TikTok de que eh, cuando dije este mensaje a la academia, a, a, los, a los Grammys, dijeron, no cuenta porque tienes dinero. Y yo, 
<risa> y yo para empezar ni te conozco, no vengo a una familia de dinero, no sabes de dónde vengo y, y aparte, o sea, el día en que tenga dinero, qué chingón porque me lo gané con mis canciones, ¿no? Eh, pero sí, eh, creo que es eso para contestar. No, no me veía viendo otra cosa y cuando no te ves eh, haciendo otra cosa, you never stop, you just never stop. It's, it's, estaba muy, muy obsesionada. Eh, y, si no, y también no significa que yo no quería ser artista, porque me daba mucha ansiedad estar frente a la cámara. Yo quería ser songwriter, ¿no? Entonces, como que el universo, el universo es pone las piezas donde tienen que estar. Yo, yo siempre le hago caso y escucho y veo mucho. Si, si estoy forzando algo, dejo de forzarlo y sé que no es para mí. Eh, y si es para mí, solito todo se pone para que suceda. Eh, y, y yo siento que mi, mi camino ya estaba escrito en, en cuestión a que, pues por 10 años fui, me obsesioné con ser songwriter y me tuvo que pasar el accidente para darme cuenta que la persona que tenía que cantar mis canciones era yo, ¿no? Y, y fue un momento muy, muy fuerte, pero eh, todo funciona de maneras misteriosas. Así que no, no, no dejes de hacer lo que... ¿Sabes quiénes no logran el éxito? Los que dejan de intentar. Claro. Muchas gracias. Gracias Eres a ti, Muy César. valiente, te mereces todo lo que te está pasando. Te quiero mucho. Ahorita, ahorita hablamos ahorita más. Gracias. Okay, next question. ¿Alguien quiere preguntar algo? También puede ser random, ¿eh? No tiene que ser tan deep. ¿Cómo se llaman mis gatos? No sé. Hola. I listened to your um, music today for the first time and I was like, wow, I was really impressed. The heavy synth pop, danceable Ooh. vibes. And I was wondering, since you're from Tijuana, uh -huh. were you influenced by like More FM and 91X? Yeah, of course. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what we, we grew up with, you know? Um, great stations. Yeah, great stations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Chris Muckley, who is a dear friend, and he used to be the main DJ and the main program director at 91X. Tastemakers. Yes. Yeah, he's great definitely one of them, for yeah. sure. Whoa. So Chris Muckley is also a fan of the podcast. So Hi. <laughs> yeah, hi, Chris. Hi, Chris, if you're listening. Another question? Okay. Up front. Oh. 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 Yes. yes. You yeah. said gatos. I mean, how many? Do you have cats? Yes. Yes. I have I have three in Mexico City and then I have uh, two, uh, four in Tijuana. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, you win. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you got? How many? Okay, well, since she asked a question, I'll ask a question. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite My Chemical Romance song? <gasps> Ooh, I love you. Okay, that's, those are the kind of questions that I love. <laughs> um... Obviously, I'm gonna say I'm not okay. Yeah, what's yours? Honestly, like that album, start to finish, is just right. like one it's perfect great. album. It's amazing. <laughs> I just got a copy, a physical copy, oh. uh, recently, and I'm, I'm I'm just so happy. <laughs> I tried like not to like it because it was like on MTV when I was in high school, and I was like, okay, nah, you were like, nah. it's too, it's like too mainstream. I'm indie now. My I'm best a cool friend chick, like, like played it in the car, and I was like, "Wait, what is this?" He's like, "Oh, My Chemical Romance." I was like, it "I'm sucks. so glad they're <laughs> back." Have you seen them live? We we just, we just <gasps> went. Like, I haven't. Are they amazing? You just missed him. He was here for like five days. What? Yeah. Is that the forum, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the forum. Five days, five shows. Uh, oh my god! So I mean, yeah. I don't know what I would do if I ever meet them. I would you should do a call die. with them. Oh, oh my God. Let's do put it, it out there. He's been doing it. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. just. <laughs> okay, I want to see your hands in the air. Let's just manifest together. Woo! The good things are going to happen yeah. for us, and then I'm going to get that collaboration with my chemical romance. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Okay, I think we have one more, and then we'll close it up. Did you have a We have somebody up here, here in front, yeah. Yes, 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 you did. The pressure for the last question. <laughs> um, I was Everybody, gonna, you could just ask my cat's names, and I would. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask who, which Jonas brother is your favorite. <gasps> That's even better. <laughs> um, it changed. When I was younger, it was it was Joe, but then it turned to Nick because of his musicality. Yeah, 
I love I love Nike. Even though he's he's I mean I, I don't know him, but I've been told like he's special. I can see that he's what what's his sign? I think he's a Virgo <laughs> or something. So uh, yeah, Nick, <laughs> I love him. All right. <laughs> what's your favorite Jonas Brothers? Uh, I started off with Joe too, and then Nick's like latest music. I'm really what happened to, I know nothing about Jonas Brothers. So what happened to no? Joe? Why did he go from like start to like n nada? To dad. No, he's okay. We fucking love Joe. Oh, we still love yeah, Joe. Yeah, we, we love Joe. Love Joe. Okay, we still right, love okay, Joe. Okay. He's such a Leo. Like, such a Leo. Yeah, he loves attention. He's a rock star. He's a front man. I love him. But Nick is better now. So I hear. Uh, f for me, I mean, when you gr when you grow up, like you appreciate the little things. <laughs> 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 all right one one more Do in the back another question okay yeah back there all right yeah we're gonna go way beyond the surface here hi hey how's it going hi, hi. i'm good i'm a very new fan but i love you i love jeff. you as well my name is jeff hi jeff my name is jeff <laughs> Thank you. Mira Jeff. Mira Jeff. Mira Jeff. Okay. Hablas okay. español. Eh, un poquito. Eh, ah, okay. Practica muy poco. Pero uh, lo entiendes. Uh, so. No. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't speak Spanish. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to make that clear. English, it is. English, it is. So you had this experience, right? Of uh, you know, kind of being on your deathbed, right? Uh huh. Like, what is the letting go? that we can all understand from that? Like, what, what are we holding on to that kept you in that place that we could all just let go of right now? I mean, stop taking, stop taking life so seriously. It's just a game. Basically, we're all gonna die again. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all dying, so. <laughs> yes, we're already dead. Yeah, we're already dead. <laughs> this is, have you seen the Matrix? <laughs> This is just a simulation. Like, don't take it too seriously. And enjoy every single day. Enjoy, enjoy your people. Enjoy yourself. Eat whatever you want to eat. Drink whatever you want to eat. Wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. You know? It, it, it just it doesn't matter anyway. Like, everyone is so self-centered that you can just do whatever you want and they're not even going to notice. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, then I do think there was another one back there, and then we do have to close uh, it up. See, I did. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you already forgot. <laughs> On a very More quick Jack NDC. Daniels for that man. Congratulations. Woo! My question is, after, we already know what you do before a performance, how you get ready to, you know, to your performance. For me, the question is, after. what do you do after, after the That's fork of the performance? Oof, it's really hard. Go? It's been changing. Uh, because, because, I mean you get this really weird high and and you're like rushing all the time. A lot of people do drugs. I don't do drugs. It just helps. I have a face. I know I have the face, but I don't do drugs. <laughs> uh, I, I swear. <laughs> I've been sober for five years. Thank you. Um, I just have Jack Daniels. I, just, um, I actually do. Um, now... I like going to uh, dinner with my friends and my uh, my team, and then I just I just talk it out. I let I let myself feel everything I'm feeling. Um, I, I would I'll probably watch some show after I play Catan. Do anyone? Do you guys know the the game Catan? It's really fun. Um, I play Catan. My girlfriend is my makeup artist, so that that helps a lot because I, I, I mean, we go to bed together, which is really nice. We cuddle. Um, yeah, um, I'm soft. Like, <laughs> I'm soft. So th that's been helping, um, you know. But the dinner part really helps because I just need to get out of that place really quickly and then just have some whatever and drink some water and I have to be my be Amalia again you know and it takes around four day to like an hour to be Amalia again which is really important because I, I can't it's, it's the reality I can't be bruises all the time yeah. um, 
as crazy as that sounds. So yeah, I, I, I usually have dinner to become a Mali again and then I watch something and then I sleep. I take my clonazepam and I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you guys so much. Give it up for Amalia. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much for like just the deep conversation and being open about stuff and just being you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, You're so we nice. appreciate how open and vulnerable you are in interviews and how relatable. Give it up again for Bruce's everyone. Thank you. There you have it, Bruce's on Jack Daniels presenta Pili Raul en la música live from the Village Studios in West LA. I love the fact that you guys obviously can't see this, but she walked on stage with a bottle of Jack Daniels because she's a huge Jack Daniels fan. <laughs> and it was like, just the night was, everything was flawless. Yeah, so when you talk about these relationships and the way we conduct Pili Raul en la música and the alignment of organizations like Jack Daniels and how they're invested in La Musica Latina. It's a beautiful thing when everything comes together for an event such as this. And to have the artist be a fan of Jack Daniels, have Jack Daniels be a fan of the music. And of course, then we throw us into the mix. Can't go wrong, right, Billy? It was pretty cool. I, <laughs> you know, I'm very proud of what we're doing and we're so excited to have you, your ears listening to us. We appreciate your love. We appreciate your support. Please, si te gustó lo que escuchaste, if you like what you heard, what you see, here on Pilita en la Musica, please share, please comment, give us five stars, rate us, and just share the podcast. We have over almost 90 episodes now of Pilita en la Musica, and we have everyone from Draco to Santana to Mon Laferte, Bomba Stereo, Elsa y El Mar, like we said, who has collaborated with Bruce's and many more. So check those episodes out. And if you weren't familiar with Bruce's until now, definitely dive into her catalog and listen to the new record because it is a deep storytelling release. You will know what Bruce's is about just by listening to her lyrics. It's a fun pop sound, which is why she's, I think, getting so much success. But definitely check it out. Yeah. You know, her lyrics are super relatable. Yeah. Yeah, her new album is Monstros, and she is working on her second album. So hopefully we'll get to have Bruce's again next year. And until then, we'll catch you on an upcoming edition of Jack Daniels Presenta Billy, Raul, and La Musica. Bye. Hasta luego.